So, this is really exciting. Um, <laughs> what, what prompted you to do this? Um, so, I, this game is pretty much done, um, and this one I'm still working on. Okay. Um, so, they had different motivations. This one was very science-oriented and uh, aiming to teach people science-based critical thinking. A lot of it, actually, um, I was kind of reminded of the importance of it and the value of it. Uh, from one of the first site courses I took at Ryerson. Oh, nice. Um, so the two introductory ones, I think it's mm -hmm. like 101 and 102. Yep. Um, which I really, really enjoyed. And, it, the, um, and the textbook referenced a lot of very, uh, just like real and um, issues that I've heard about. Right. Um, and it applied the scientific method to them. So even things to do, and things that I found very interesting. So things like uh, UFO sightings and, and then saying like, well, you know, 99% of those we can actually explain through other means. And uh, we should mention that a lot of the UFO sightings happen around the time that bars close, uh, which should be an indicator of something. Um, and, and the idea of Occam's Razor saying like, say you're playing frisbee with people uh, and then someone says they saw a UFO. It's like, well, the simpler explanation would be that it was a frisbee that they saw in the distance. Um, and just and the thinking like that also um, okay, I'll, uh, go through some of these. Um, so the idea of this game is uh, the idea behind this game is that you have all these evaluation cards, which ideally you would deal. So I'll, I'll pretend I'm dealing, which okay. is uh, to the players that can be played with one person or with a bunch of people, and it's a cooperative game. Okay. I f kind of philosophically have been getting much more into, and I would say just organize them so you can see them, but okay. um, uh, philosophically I've been getting more into cooperative games. I think comp mm. competition can bring out the worst in people, um, and, and not just the worst, but even when I'm playing competitive games, I find myself being secretive. I find myself, if I have a good idea, I won't tell other people about it, right. um, whereas as I get older, um, I'm more aware that I do actually, if I have an idea, I want to share it with the people around me, and I want them to do well as well. Yeah. Um, and I think life doesn't have to be this uh, zero-sum game where one person wins, another person loses. Like, if yeah. both people share information, they can both be better at things. Yeah. Um, so that is the kind of the idea behind the cooperation. In terms of the content, um, I, met, I don't mention vaccines specifically, but that to me was kind of a very upsetting issue that came up a while ago. So my mother's a doctor, we always got vaccinated. Um, she would always explain to me how many things worked. Um, and then I was working in a retirement residence where um, there were a couple of the servers that didn't believe in vaccinated and, and didn't just not believe in it, like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. They were very vocal, in particular one person was very vocal about it. Um, and sometimes people would say things that were clearly based in not understanding it. And it, it wasn't easy for me, and I couldn't answer them at the time because I didn't have the knowledge. Uh, but once I looked, so for example, when people say, you know, there's formaldehyde in it. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the important parts and one of the things that I bring up in this game is, um, where is it, chemophobia. So yeah. it's uh, chemophobia, as it says on the card, uh, the idea that all chemicals are bad and all right. toxins are bad. And anytime you mention a chemical, that's synonymous with a bad thing. When everything is made of chemicals and poisons depend on what poison is and it depends on the dosage, it depends how you ingest it, yeah. not just the name of it. So formaldehyde is in so many things. Yeah. It's in, and yeah, as I'm sure you know. Like beer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, it, and like all of these combine with things like 
being able to pronounce the name. Like sometimes I've seen, yeah. I've literally seen that on a, when I was still on Facebook, I saw that on a Facebook post, someone saying like, if you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't be eating it. And I was like, well, like the ability to pronounce something is also just based on education and familiarity. Yeah. Nothing to do with the safety. That's yeah. based on the things we just talked about with ASAP Science has a really good, do you know the ASAP, ASAP Science? No, yeah. no, It's really good. They're like short three minute, like whiteboard, um, sketches. Animations. Animations, yeah. yeah. And they, they have a whole thing on chemicals, like mm-hmm. basically that whole concept. So, yeah. I mean, it's just because they go through and like debunk a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. And in order to be slightly less controversial, sometimes I hide the, the ideas mm-hmm. on, under different topics. So for example, um, <laughs> the, the, uh, in, um, I'm sure you've heard of the Andrew Wakefield's paper for the Lancet that was yeah. attractive. So that's referenced in this one. Um, mm, wow. but, and I said, so <laughs> Andrew Faker, paid by a lawyer uh, for Sanitizer Inc., was convicted of faking data for a single study of 13 children that linked hand soap and autism. Right. Uh, the journal later retracted his study, saying his paper was false. And all those things are true about the Wakefield paper. Right. Um, but it's like, I, <laughs> it's a funny thing too, because I, I don't need the heat <laughs> in the sense from uh, from people because it's and and all of that is so to me interesting as well because he Andrew Wakefield was paid by someone who's trying to come up with an alternative vaccine which funnily enough kind of flies in the face of his finding that that particular vaccine uh, was linked to autism which was then generalized to vaccines are bad because he was paid for someone who wanted to create a vaccine um, the yeah so it was part of the frustration with kind of a lot of commentary that I see, say, on social media, yeah. or um, even when I see uh, vaccination rates are going down, um, when I did see that, I don't have a recent uh, data on that. And also just, um, I at some point adopted a policy, which is that if I cite something, I try and at the very least have the, or sorry, if I make a claim, I try and at the very least have a citation in my head, mm-hmm. if not quoting it out loud or if I'm typing it, uh, right. putting it in a bracket. Yeah. And that helps me check my sources. Sometimes I realize when I'm about to say something that it's not true because I was forced to find a citation and then I realize, actually, no, I was uh, I remembered it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And it's so good for also allowing other people to check sources. And that kind of transparency mm-hmm. uh, was in then this card, which is, uh, did they provide a web link? Uh, I should probably explain the general concept. Yeah. So the idea is... Uh, say you um, you place one of the cards out and then together as a team you evaluate mm. the card and you oh, say wow. so which of these say, uh, say for example so say these three applied to the card right. um, the scoring is just you take the, the most positive number in this case the most positive is plus one so this ends up being the score for the round okay um, but like the main focus of it is you have a concept or you have a situation and then you evaluate okay. it together so can I just read the Sure, sure, sure. We just pick those cards up. Yeah, absolutely. So Jamie says, everyone, we have to go on detox. My friend who sells bottled water just told me about all the scary chemicals in tap water. Okay, cool. So Mm. that's the situation. And then, so I have to think about what could either support that or I assume the pluses are supporting it and the minuses are negating or not necessarily? The, not necessarily in the sense that, um, so the pluses are saying, did they do something 
right? Did they do something well? Okay. Um, and the negatives are, did they do something badly? So anything that, um, the, like the overall point system, yes, right. you're supporting your, your overall points. The goal of the game is to get the most number of points at the end of, say, okay. seven rounds. Right. So I have one that says chemophobia, mm -hmm. the fear based on the false belief that all chemicals and toxins are bad, especially ones that are difficult to pronounce. So yeah. I yes. could apply that. And exactly. then could you refute that? For example, um, I mean, we could discuss it absolutely. Okay. the The idea again isn't to like; um, it's not a competition. Right. So we could talk about I each other's sort of parts. Like discuss it. Yeah, discuss it. yeah, absolutely. And I should mention that a lot of these have words on the back. Okay. Um, as a general start, actually, ah, that um, it. I would I would go through um, I would go through reading all the cards together. Um, I think that would be a good place to start, actually. Okay. Which is, so say there's chemophobia, and then on the back of this one, everything is made of chemicals that can be toxic in certain doses, as I was saying earlier. Uh, toxicity depends on the amount of a substance, its nature, how it's ingested, not its name. Uh, for example, oxygen is toxic in the high concentrations, the smaller one, mm -hmm. oxygen is essential. For That's great. So um, yeah, so in addition you. to that, you're also, like in addition to getting people to think, which mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. is, I assume, what's going on, which yeah. is why you just decided to do this, but mm -hmm. you're actually also providing, like you're teaching them, people, the players, about stuff. Like yes. some, which yeah. are, like that sort of like trends. Like these are like, um, not scientific trends, but like uh, false, you know, false whatever trends or, mm -hmm. you know, stuff that... Like beliefs that people have. Yeah, yeah, like, or, yeah, false beliefs about science. Mm -hmm. That that might not be... Because some of this is just general scientific thinking and yes. some of it is based on trends that are happening right now. Sure, like, yes. You know, the detox trend or whatever. Yes, so. yes, absolutely. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Um, so should we should we go through them? Sure. Yeah. Um, so your turn, I would say. <laughs> um, just like pick one. Yeah. Okay. Tentative phrasing phrases such as research suggests rather than proves. Evidence is rarely one hundred percent conclusive. So, I mean, that makes sense to me. Phrase. Um, Did you have a question? I feel like you. Have you no, I mean, I'm just thinking about this. I assume you want like feedback. Sure. Yeah. Like. Um, I, I mean, that's like a big one for me is mm. when they say proves, mm. but I see a lot of like medical professionals saying prove mm. instead of research suggests. Yeah. Um, As in, are you saying that it is uh, accepted within the scientific community to say proves? I would say it's in the scientific say? community. I would sure. say within like the sort of like the medical, some aspects of medical sure. community, because I would argue that a lot of medical doctors don't have a strong... Um, scientific thinking background. Mm, mm, they, mm. they have applied background, but mm -hmm. not necessarily scientific thinking. And so I see people who aren't scientists saying this a lot sure. um, because someone else has said it. And so, anyway, my point was this might need more clarification. Oh, okay. Because some people, you know, this, like, as a, evidence is really 100% conclusive, sure. so what is, how does that really? Make sense here because oh, okay. proves is something that we shouldn't say. Yeah, and that's just not written on this card. Oh, okay, good to know. Yeah, absolutely. As like as the person writing them, of course, like I know what I mean. So yeah, yeah. that's helpful to know from the perspective of someone reading it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting too because I struggle with this a lot because pe because people don't have a scientific understanding, mm -hmm. they don't know what that research suggests means. Like they oh, okay. they don't. Get like so is that or is it not? And then sure. it opens up the question of like 
it's statistics yeah. and it isn't yes or no it's probabilities yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. it just it's a can of worms that people without this way of thinking uh, gets opened Basically. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and it, I think um, so. Another reason behind this is that I see so much advertising that mm-hmm. um, uh, kind of plays on a lot of ideas, like say, appeal to nature, um, mm-hmm. and and it just it, like it's partly consumer education, yeah. Um, because they'll say like, oh, natural this and natural that, and it's like, well, it being like the, the most powerful toxin is natural. It's naturally occurring. It wasn't created by human beings. Um, and there are so many things like that, that, and sure, like maybe, um, and I'm not an expert, but maybe natural sugars are easier for the body to digest or better for the body, but the, the natural part of it isn't specifically what's making it better. Yeah. I mean, um, it comes back to the dose. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times. So, um, okay. so let's see. So yeah, so I'll do, um, appeal to nature, suggesting that what is natural is inherently safer or better. Um, uh, many diseases and carcinogens, such as tobacco, are natural. Uh, also, many unnatural things are good for you, such as glasses, uh, synthetic vitamin C, and synthetic melatonin, uh, which is also safer. Um, and I, at home, this is kind of a separate comment, um, have a lot of the citations for these facts, so I'm right. trying to figure out how, where I would put all the citations. Um, yeah. I might just have a website that yeah. kind of references all the cards, which would probably be easier. Um, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. 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 That would actually, well, I don't know what your plan is for this, but that would mm-hmm. actually be a really interesting idea because you could end up just being a resource for mm-hmm. scientific thinking, mm-hmm. you know, with the references and with like further explanations or a blog or I don't know, like a forum for people to talk about. The, that's interesting because I do kind of already have a, mm-hmm. a, a website devoted to. Yeah, it's about publishing meta-analyses, mm-hmm. um, and it's meta-analyses that I understand, so that, that scope is, <laughs> I, I can't publish on everything, but it's, and when I say publish, I mean, um, I reference them and I talk about the results. I don't, right. uh, like, uh, provide a publishing service. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And, because uh, I think a lot of times the media as well, and this goes over to um, there is one. The negative. Um, oh, sensational or misleading title. Um, right. So the, what I often find then in the news is that they'll say, you know, new study shows, um, or like new study proves. Um, and first of all, it's not. It's probably not proving anything. Right. Uh, but also, just because it's one study doesn't necessarily show anything either. So I think it's very important to have yeah. meta analyses. Uh, not that they're perfect, of course, um, but. Yes, yeah. that's kind of the thinking behind it. Yeah. Um, so that was the appeal to nature. I don't think this person used an appeal to nature. Not It's directly. more just talk and toxins. Yeah, I think the the most applicable one to that is the chemophobia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The minus three right now. Okay. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if any of the others uh, apply. So let's see. We've read through this one. Um, oh yeah. So sensational misleading title. The title or headline overstates or poorly represents true findings. Um, and then on the back, I just say news headlines and book titles frequently make this mistake. Right. Um, would you say that's enough information for, for that one, would you think? Or would you um, want more as well? Um, no, that's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, sure. you could provide an example or whatever, but I mean, probably not. The so these are, yeah, these are kind of, I suppose, yeah. intended partly right. of the example. Yeah, no, I think that one's great. Cool. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think any of my other ones apply to this. Okay, so you've read through them. Yeah. Sure. Um, let's be. see. So we had, let's see, um, independently replicated, um, uh, conflict of interest, sample size over a thousand, using only one person or study as a source. Is the material peer-reviewed? Mm -hmm. So uh, this person says, my friend who sells bottled water. Right. Uh, just told me. So I would actually say that this has a financial conflict of interest because the friend right. who sells bottled water is the one oh, that told that's them. That's a good one. Um, and then also, Jamie is saying, my friend told me about it. So the, Jamie's only using one person or studying right. as a source. Yeah, that's um, good. And so in the definition of this card, using a celebrity, a friend, a story, an expert, or a single study, instead of strong evidence, and then I define strong evidence on the back yeah. as a systematic review. That's great. Um, That's really good. So yeah, so all of these would apply, and then for the scoring of this, um, we want to get the most positive score at the end of seven rounds, um, so we would just keep this card, uh, or we would remember the score of this card, and that would kind of add itself okay. to a running total. And then the, we just kind of take these back. Okay. Um, and so and you've dealt out all possible cards to... All of the critical thinking cards, yeah. Right, so whoever's here, we just get these divided up. Yeah, so if, there, so if there were there are three people, it would be more like that yeah. in terms of... Yeah. Okay. Um, and, if it's, and you can just play by yourself. Um, that was kind of a valuable oh, thought. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, That's really good. So let's see. So let's do another This is example. really good. Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Right? So, with this situation, um, this is actually, this is funny, just being able to talk about this is great because I don't often get a chance to talk about it, but yeah. it is important to me, um, so I'm glad yeah. we got a chance yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I loved it, I mean, to be honest, I loved it even before I got to see it, <laughs> I just was like, I, I, the idea of it is mm -hmm. great, and mm -hmm. then the way you, it's unfolding is just amazing. So oh, oh, thank you. I, yeah, I appreciate that so much. I, I uh, <laughs> haven't because it's gone through. It's it's on its like seventh version right now. Mm. Um, I, like as in I, I designed it and then I had it printed. I've had seven versions, and those it takes like a month to get here. Okay. So it's been for, I've been like slowly working on it for a couple of years. Uh, so wow. that's great. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, glad you like it. Um, so with this example, uh, smokers may be more likely to quit with medication, suggests a meta-analysis of seven studies involving 1,326 pregnant smokers. Uh, and, and I give the web link uh, wow. to that. Um, so let's see. So here, uh, it doesn't mention whether it's peer-reviewed, so I can't use that card. The sample size is over 1,000, so I get a plus one, or we get a plus one, because it's a team, team score right. uh, for that. Um, the and just I realized I didn't read this, which is results from large sample sizes are more likely to apply to the wider population. External validity, right. as you know. So another yeah. card that sure. I'm thinking sure. is that um, I don't, there's not one that says like overgeneralization, which I would say is a minus card. Okay. Because that is a good sample size, except yeah. they've. They said smokers may be likely, but it was only based on pregnant oh, women. I like it. That's and I true. don't know if you did that on purpose. Um, but I didn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was. So, uh, that, I'm sure it was just saving space. That's interesting. Yeah. So uh, it's pregnant smokers. Yeah. So yeah. A, a minus card, which I think is also a main concept, is like mm -hmm. overgeneralization yeah, or, or oversimplification. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. could also mm -hmm. say, but for this case, it would be overgeneralization. Okay, I appreciate that. Let's see. So that. Um, so, and the closest one I have right now is sensational or misleading title, yeah, but it's but not I don't a think title that. yet. No, yeah. no. Good point. Good point. Yeah, or something about like 
the population, the sample doesn't, um, the population isn't, ba the population referred to isn't based on the sample size mm, or something mm, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Which is just like... It's not, the, the conclusion isn't necessarily valid because it's not what it... Yeah, or, yeah but, but I would say it's like a huge negative. It just might be like a little minus one. <laughs> no, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> um, um, I have meta-analysis. Like yes, perfect. So that obviously, yeah. meta-analysis or systematic review, a systematic analysis of multiple studies on the topic... Um, on a topic is strong evidence, yeah. Mm -hmm. Taking into account many peer-reviewed studies on a topic is far better evidence than a single study. So definitely. Um, Weblink is provided yeah. plus three. Citing the source makes the point stronger and allows everyone else to fact check. That's great. Anyone can make a claim. Scientists cite the evidence. That's good. Um, and this was, funnily enough, it's funny how much, um, I think I was realizing as well how much scientific thinking applies to everything in that it applies to politics as well. So fact-checking is now a big part of politics, yeah. um, or <laughs> it's a big part of uh, certain political websites, um, such as the Washington Post or PolitiFact, you know? No. PolitiFact's great, actually. I've okay. followed them for for years, um, and, and it's great. They just break everything down, um, and there are some things that you would think are not settled matters, but then when you read the fact check, you're like, oh yeah, I can't unknow how true this is now. Um, or they'll just say something, like, and, and the same thing applies with science. So for example, with, uh, I remember seeing a comment on a vaccine video where someone says like, vaccines are great if you like mercury. Um, and the implication being that mercury is bad, uh, the implication, and but the person therefore clearly didn't know that there are two types of mercury, right. uh, and they have different effects on the human body. So, but once you know there are two types of mercury and they have different effects, you're like, oh, this person clearly doesn't know what they're talking about, mm -hmm. um, or at least they're clearly being misleading on purpose or not. Right. So I can't unknow that. And to me, that's one of the values of education is learning those things that you can then not unknow, as it were, and are then useful. Yeah. Um, because when when I first read that, I was like, I don't know how to respond to this. This like sound seems upsetting, but I don't, I like I didn't have the knowledge at the time to, yeah. to respond to it. Well, yeah. and it's interesting too, because I mean, there's sort of like a, a separate level of the scientific thinking sure. that uh, you obviously have access to, and, mm -hmm. and I do too, being a scientist. Like, the, because some of those nuances like it's really impossible for someone to know, like how yeah. would you ever find that out? So a big yeah. part of it is having this sort of general understanding, mm -hmm. but then also trusting the sources. I mean, this, yeah. that's basically what this is because, you know, knowing there's two different types of mercury yeah. isn't an expected um, piece of knowledge with no. scientific thinking, sure. but being able to trust who is reporting on you know, the mercury levels mm -hmm. in this vaccine. Like, mm -hmm. You know, if it's a trusted scientist and they provide the mm -hmm. data and all that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, there's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, it's a lot it's, of thoughts on it. Yeah. It is, and it's almost making me think that there's like a, like a, this is, I mean, you've actually done a really good job simplifying this um, to get the basic concepts mm -hmm. just and not going into the details like what mm -hmm. you just mentioned. Sure. Like I feel like if I was doing this, I'd be like, but this, but this, and my, my brain's going mm -hmm. in all these different directions, but I'm like, no, these are the basic principles. Sure. You know? <laughs> some of the, and some of them I should I should mention do have specific details. I've forgotten that all of the cards potentially have a back, so this one doesn't have anything on the back. Okay. Um, 
the this one actually that when he said um, I says. totally forgot that the set it back the Jamie says we have to go on a detox the back of it talks about oh, okay. um, and mentions them so uh, for example um, a person on a detox or plans may not know their liver and kidneys are already filtering their blood over a dozen times a day everything is made of chemicals for toxicity it's the amount that matters uh, the chemical formaldehyde, for example, is toxic in large doses to humans, but our bodies produce small amounts of it to make proteins in yeah. DNA. So it does, I find, uh, like, the specific is very important, but yes, I try, I think I've tried to keep it, yeah. uh, to keep it general. That's really good. Um, yeah, but then yeah. that's good. This is sort of like the meta level where people can actually learn more about the details. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's great. Um, so I feel like you should connect with these. the ASAP science people. It's a Toronto... Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know them. Sure. But, mm. um, they may be Waterloo. They're Ontario. Sure. But anyway, if you could somehow connect with them, I feel like they would love this. And okay. maybe there's some kind of partnership. Sure. Anyway, yeah. I'll send you links to ASAP science. But. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so I think we got... It didn't say peer-reviewed... I have high quality journal, but it doesn't actually. I don't know if it doesn't mention. Journal. Yeah, okay. I would mention that if it was part of the. I okay. mean, like hint from the person that made it. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yes, it doesn't yeah. mention it. Um, so Tentative cool. phrasing, actually, that one. Oh yes, suggests. absolutely. Yeah. Um, so all of these apply. Um, so we're in terms of the cumulative score, we just take the highest scoring card. Okay. Uh, so we had a minus one in the last round. Right. Um, so now we have four. Okay. Uh, like plus four as a total. Um, I can't remember whose cards were whose. So yeah. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's do another one. Um, this this is kind of some. Oh yeah. The, so homeopathy. I was also <laughs> reading about, and there's some very interesting. We'll, we'll get into it with this card. Okay. So at Raven's Drug Mart, Ahmed buys an unregulated flu remedy that quote works naturally with the body. Uh, extract of duck kidney. Diluted 30C. It costs $27 for 40 milliliters. Uh, this is based on a true story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They sell it at shoppers. I won't say what it is, but. Um, so, hint 30C, uh, also known as 60X or D60. And I didn't know this before starting to make the game, which is why I kind of appreciated making the game because I was learning yeah. things I um, is a dilution ra- ratio of one part ingredient to 10 to the 60 parts water. Um, uh, I'm familiar yeah. with <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> um, Practically speaking, the product is 40 milliliters of water. Exactly. Um, so, and then funnily enough, uh, you read the ingredients and they're, and they're also like, and two grams of fructose. And, and right. it's like, oh, so you put sugar in water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this would be an appeal to nature. Because um, yeah. it said it works naturally with the body. Yeah. Um, this was uh, this example came from um, the uh, it, 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 like online it, people will say things like big pharma and they'll imply that you know anyone that's selling stuff uh, has a conflict of interest but here's something that we're selling that's natural I know. Um, and I didn't see people being kind of self-aware of the fact that they were still buying something from a person that was selling it to them. Right. Um, and, and I've known people in person that would not see that difference. They'll say like, oh, well, doctors are trying to sell you something. Whereas like if I buy it at the store and it says natural, then like yeah. they don't even think of the fact right. that someone is still trying to sell them something. Right. Which all goes to I think you have come back to one. the conflict of interest. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that's a conflict of interest as well. In particular because it's $27 yeah. for a tiny amount. So this is a good one, conflict of interest, because I actually, so one of the like secondary levels of this game, I was mm-hmm. wondering, 
about is there is lots of conflict of interest in science. And sure. so, um, okay. you know, maybe another situation card mm-hmm. would be uh, this drug company um, mm. funded this drug trial mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so it actually would be similar to this. Sure. They have a conflict of interest. Yep. And, you know, so that it's not just... Because you're, I can feel your bias against like the a lot of natural stuff, sure. <laughs> um, which is fine yeah. when it's supported by science. Sure. Um, and so, but we, sh- I think it would be important mm. to apply that same rigor to like the pharmaceutical industry sure. and the medical community, especially sure. if this is all being used to change the minds of people who already buy into the natural side of it, mm-hmm. because. If, if there's no sort of second side to it, then sure. they're going to be like, oh, this is just like trying sure. to teach me to not believe what I believe. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's yeah. a fair point. Yeah. No, that's, uh, that's a good point. Um, yes, I could have more examples to do with uh, critiquing scientists. Yeah, because there's a lot that need to be critiqued. A lot of mm-hmm. science and scientists, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you could even put, um, you know... My my friend's a doctor, mm-hmm. medical doctor, and they said this, and you know, because um, you know sometimes medical doctors work without evidence, and you can sure. find examples of that yeah. when they've just like, recommended something yeah. or you know whatever this drug was approved for this, but you know my I was taking it for this or whatever you know like for something that it mm-hmm. wasn't approved. No, for. I think I think it's um, a good point, and that's a helpful reminder. Um, of applying one's critical thinking kind of equally to all areas. Yeah. It's not just being more critical of, it, of certain areas. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's it. Thank you. Which sort of gets into this, like, how does the average non-scientist consumer trust different things? So it's mm-hmm. still, like, I think like all the other things are still possible. Like, there could be a medical doctor or yeah. someone with a MD or PhD, and they're claiming this, but it's like yeah. they don't provide any sources. Yes. So maybe that's not your trusted... Yeah. expert in this field or yeah. yes they're saying all these things and then they're selling this as a result of it sure. you know so there's many conflict of interests mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no, yeah I'll um, probably find some examples for you if you want <laughs> <laughs> sure <laughs> I'll, I will look as well um, I think let's see I think that's all of them. Well, I would say maybe like chemophobia would apply because it works naturally with the body. Maybe not. I mean, I guess not directly. But yeah, no, it wouldn't apply. Uh, I think that's see. it, probably. I think. Oh, mm-hmm. I totally thought they were coming here. Okay. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's everything. So we would have a minus two, so overall our score is two. Yep. Um, so we're at plus two. Yes, yes, okay. exactly. Um, so that one. Um, <laughs> uh, points for points for guessing uh, if this is based on a true story. Uh, <laughs> you quote actress Gwyneth Pillow, uh, who is promoting her brand of bottled water. Uh, she says it contains naturally occurring metals to boost your mood. It sells for forty nine nine per 250 milliliters mm. um, so <laughs> this ends up being I'm realizing very similar to the last card that we just did um, so that yeah one, well yeah appeal to, nature appeal to nature and conflict of interest and, I think that there one. We go, yeah. but there's also the celebrity one um, oh yes absolutely thank you <laughs> uh, so that'd be using only one person or study as a source using a celebrity a friend a story an expert or yeah. a single study instead of strong evidence yeah um, yeah and it's a person and I mean uh, 
I think giving the person's profession here is important because this person is not the researcher, yeah. they're not a doctor, they're not, or they're not a scientist. Um, yeah. So, and that's not their field of expertise. Um, yeah, so I would say, so we would then take the minus one. So the moment we have a plus one <laughs> total score, this game is partly luck uh, yeah. in terms of what score one ends up with. And I would, I would say the score itself uh, is not particularly important. The idea is play the game again and try and beat your last score. Right. Um, but uh, I mean, the, the focus is more on the teaching the scientific thinking. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. For sure. Um, so um, let's see. Let's do um, this is another one. Um, would you like to? Yeah, being lenient on refunds generally increases purchases more than it increases returns. Uh, suggests a peer-reviewed meta-analysis of 21 papers. Um, and then there's a link provided. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't need to read it. There's nothing on the back. The, oh, yeah, I totally forgot if there was anything on the back of it. No, okay. So, web link is provided, plus three. Peer-reviewed, plus two. Uh, yeah, it says peer-reviewed. And meta-analysis, plus five. Uh-huh. Meta-analysis or systematic review, I should say that. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Think the, tentative, did, oh, oh yeah, tentative, tentative phrasing because it suggests. Yeah, phrases that suggest research suggest fr- phrases, phrases such suggest. as yeah. research <laughs> suggests rather than proves. Yeah, that's good. Um, let's see. It didn't say the sample size. Uh, I don't think it's a sensational user. Well, oh, sample size over hundred. Is that nece- that's not, is that necessary for meta analysis? The I I'm kind of aware of the total. Sample size, when, like what's the meta analysis? I think, like, so the total, total n, as it were. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. It doesn't say it though, so yeah, yeah. I don't think okay. this part applies. Um, I don't see a conflict of interest. It, I don't think it said independently replicated. Um, yeah. Uh, so we get plus five. I think we were on plus one, so we now have plus six. Yeah. Overall. Um, that's great. I've totally forgotten whose cards I use. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, it really is a funny thing with the cooperative versus competitive. Um, aspect because it's just like what I was saying before and it's the same, it was the same in video games too like I remember if I was playing people I would then be more likely to be devious mm-hmm. um, and I'm thinking of multiplayer shoot em up games um, like I would hide or I would uh, mm-hmm. and not necessarily that using sniper rifles in those games is a bad thing but people would get mad at me because I, I was if I was I mean people generally get mad <laughs> anyway but it was it's a very different experience if you're working together with people towards a similar goal. And I think one's behavior changes as well, and you like mm-hmm. have almost a different personality uh, in terms of what the, totally. the value of it is. Absolutely. I, my partner and I, we had to stop playing competitive. We were playing Settlers of Catan for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I'm terrible at the game, and sure. so at one point I cheated because I was like... I just wanted to stay in the game, <laughs> sure. and I didn't cheat to win. I yeah. che- cheated to like not be so like not terrible. Sure. <laughs> and so at the end, it was with two of our other friends too. Yeah. And at the end, I told them, yeah. and they all got mad at me. And I was like, "What do you mean? Like, <laughs> I was just doing it to stay engaged and all this stuff." Anyway, they, I was like banned from playing competitive games. So we went out and bought this like cooperative game. It's like a Monopoly yeah. version, but a okay. cooperative version. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and then, <laughs> so that's what we played for a that's, while. What, what, do you know? Do you remember the name of that game? Oh, I think. I think it was called Community, actually. Okay. Um, I have it at home. I can't. I'm pretty. Yeah, I think it might have just been sure. Community. We bought it. It might have been a local game. We bought it at. I don't even remember. There was like this mm. green store at the end of our street when we lived on Arundel. 
or it was like um, by Chester Station. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, what was that store called? Anyway, it was a really great store and it went out of business. It had been there for like 20 years. Oh, yeah. But anyway, it, yeah. The, the, I think uh, games, and, and as I'm sure you agree, uh, but games and card games can be so valuable uh, from an educational perspective uh, as well. Uh, like with... So not just in teaching, say, a cooperative spirit, um, the, when you were talking, it reminded me of a, uh, so Richard, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, do you know that name? Uh, he was a, he's a personal finance okay. uh, person, um, kind of expert, he's written, written books on it, uh, very wealthy, and, but he created uh, a board game to teach personal finance skills and oh. it's he, there's an online version that's free um, so the, the, if you buy it it's like $100 um, and then there's the, the sequel to it which is another $100 uh, so I have not bought the physical version but I played the online version and it actually was very educational right. um, The to me the downside of it again was that it was competitive because there were times when you because you get to see other people's decisions and there were right. times when people were making decisions where you're like I know this game I know slightly more how it works like you probably don't want to make Medicine, or you do want to make this decision um, and you kind of want to help people but there isn't no incentive there's no incentive yeah exactly you literally could because you could type in it but mm-hmm. it, because it's a competitive game where one person wins and therefore everyone else loses um, yeah it's an interesting even playing to me playing a cooperative game feels much better than playing a competitive game because yeah. with a competitive game you're like oh no are they going to win Like, oh, and then you almost get anxious because yeah. you're doing the comparison and uh, not to get too philosophical, but that's kind of like life in that if you're constantly comparing yourself to the people around yeah. you, you kind of, you do get distracted from even your own, like doing well in whatever it is that you are doing yeah. and even doing necessarily better um, and like knowing mm. oneself. I wonder, I, I agree, I like that philosophy. Mm. Um, I wonder if there's like another way to um, do something with these points. Okay. Okay. Um, even like as a collective. Sure. I, I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I've been talking a, a lot about um, gamification with this uh, gamification wow. expert who's at, okay. um, he's actually at Humber and jointly at Ryerson. Okay. And so he's been helping me add a bit more gamification to my teaching. Sure. And so one of the. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about it. It's like, I'm not really familiar with the gamification world. I've got this sort sure. of like interest by just watching other people sure. <laughs> do it, but I'm not a gamer. I think the fact of being forced to use information though in some way, like yeah. will, like people will remember information. Totally, yeah. totally. Um, and so one of the things we were just talking about is like um, unlocking like secret things or badges. Like so, I've been using badges. Okay. Um, like even I don't know if you ever there's. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You know okay. how the badges work, and so yeah. you get things. So, like, what if, like, if you get a certain points, or you successfully, like, you might actually even want to provide, like, when someone has the situation six, what would be sure. the the answer key? Mm-hmm. Um, because mm-hmm. what if people are playing this and they they really don't know they enough don't. to do yeah. that? And so, so maybe you get like, in addition to these points that you're accumulating, you get separate points if you you get all of those mm-hmm. like, based on your answer key, and then eventually if they like answered them all correctly or they get a certain number, then they mm-hmm. become a junior scientist or oh, they okay. become like a senior scientist sure. or they become a policymaker, you know, oh, okay. like these different things, like not the individual, but like the group yes. maybe or something, you know? And so you're sort of keeping track of like what, mm-hmm. 
you know, like you're, cause you're, cause there's a development of thinking that's going to be happening. Yeah. And so each of these game, each of the situations doesn't really keep track of the full development. That's true. That's true. Um, anyway, this is great as yeah. it is totally. I'm just like thinking about more elaborate versions and especially mm-hmm. if you, you know, I don't know, reward people without rewarding it through competition. Sure. And then also you can, it's more elaborate thinking and then sure. it can be, you know, more elaborate as a toolkit. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Anyway, those are just thoughts. Um, what I definitely was thinking of having a type of answer key. So, yeah, yeah that's a, in terms of adding to that answer key of also that being points then yeah, I think that would be valuable too. Like, did you like apply any cards correctly? And then also did you apply all the cards correctly? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Because really people won't know. They'll just be like dabbling with this until they actually know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I can't remember our cumulative score. We probably could have been writing it down. I don't mind though. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Cool. Uh, So I have another game. Can I show you that one as well? I'm going to end here because John and I go on to talk more about another game that he developed, but the content is very different and it's really, really good. And I think I'm going to post that later on in season two. But uh, for now, I think we'll just end with this as a nice little uh, tight conversation with lots of nuances about scientific thinking. So Thank you for listening and uh, happy scientific thinking.